So he's saying he's Jake Gyllenhaal, the actor. Yeah, that's a major red flag. Um, <laughs> I know. Hey. Hey. Hey, hello. I hello. love hey. song. Hey. Hey, I love Gorge. to hear song. Hey, how are you? I'm how are good. you? Happy to hear song. Happy to hear music and sounds. Happy yes. Monday, as per usual, which is when We're the really Jake Hall fan club. Really letting the music play. I like to, yeah, I just like to let it fade out. It's fine, you know? Okay. Don't tell me to run my show. Okay. Don't tell me to run my shows. Okay. Don't tell me, do not tell me what to do. Shut your damn mouth. Welcome to the Jake Hall <laughs> fan club. <laughs> Welcome to the Jake Hall fan club, the only radio show on the anywhere where we talk about Jake Hall and no one else does. Nobody's Literally, ever talked about him before. I don't think any, he, so Jake Hall, if you don't know, is this like cool, hot, indie, undiscovered actor who's yes. actually been working for 20 years. Who's um, uh, racially ambiguous. ambiguous. He might be Persian, though. He's probably, he's probably yeah, from I would Iran. definitely ask somebody if he were Persian. I've heard some rumors. I've heard a few rumors. Um, but we are the Jake Hall fan club. And yes. I am... The CEO, the president, the um, I keep running out of titles to give myself. Like every every week, I run out of titles. Um, you gotta get better at improv. Yes, and yes, and I don't know titles. Yes, and. I don't know titles. I'm the lord of the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club, and I am also the proud owner of several haunted paintings. Just yeah. gross. My name is Jem Miller. I am the VP of the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club, but I also run a booth outside. <laughs> Selling? I run a booth. <laughs> I just have one. I just have booth. the booth. It's just I've there. I've got a booth. There's things for sale. Like what? Can you can you name some items? Those haunted paintings are oh, for sale. Okay, okay, okay no, no. I Among get it. various I get it. jams. I get it. Oh, yum. Okay. Yeah. I I like There's bought fluid them. in there. I <laughs> just like the paintings. We'll get into that later. <laughs> I bought them like off the art market, but like you're the people who like took them from like you, yeah, from, so like, I'm a, selling them to them. unsuspecting yeah. Yeah, 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 people. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you know they're haunted? Do you know? I know a lot of things, but I also don't know quite enough. I need to go find. Wait, hang on. No, I'm not gonna do it. I don't want to have. I don't want to have the big gap of me like typing on the computer. Like, look. Oh, oh, I love Lana that. Del Rey says <laughs> says I know a lot of things, but I don't. Know I don't that. know that one. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Oh my god. So, this movie was so not good, but also pretty entertaining. Friends, this weekend, I turned 21. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. That was crazy. Happy birthday. Goddamn 21. 22. Anyway, um, uh-huh. I turned 21, and I, I felt real good about it. Yeah. And I, I spent the weekend with my friends, and I had a great time. Yes. Um, and one of those things I did over the weekend was I watched Velvet Buzzsaw. Yes. As we were all tasked with doing for the Jake Hall fan club, and I know that everybody does their homework yes. because they're good little boys. <laughs> um, so... What we're going to do is we're going to talk about Velvet Buzzsaw, as we do with every movie we watch every week, except for when we don't. Yeah. But before we do that, I do want to have a very brief Jill and News segment, which I didn't think we were going to be able to do this again. But I'm going to, I'm going to, play, the, I'm going to play the Jill and News noise. And we're okay. just going to sit in total silence as I play the Jill and News noise. We're going to sit in silence. We're going to be silent. We're going to enjoy the sound. I'm silent. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. For the silence. Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal was interviewed for uh, Esquire oh. Italy. Yeah, I, I know. I know you're not super. Uh, and in that interview, he was asked um, several questions at long last about Red TV. And he said a couple things about Red TV. And I would like to at least mention what they were. Hang on. Now I'm going to go do Googling on the Internet. Um, but yeah, he was talk- he was asked about it and he had some thoughts about it. First of all, uh, the biggest thing that he said that I can remember off the top of my head is... Uh, he was asked outright if he has at any point listened to Red Taylor's version, and he said, no. He I don't said, believe him. You don't believe him? Like, full on? Yeah. I, of course he has. I don't know. He listened to the 10-minute version. Are you kidding? Of course he did. I think I think it is very easy to, to like, make a concerted effort to avoid it. To avoid I guess it, so, To avoid but... it sonically. Like, I think... I think that that man, like, I don't want to say is under obli- under no obligation, because, like, that's stupid, but it's like, he does, he's not going to listen to it. I believe that he didn't listen to it. We, but if I was him, I would totally listen to the 10-minute version. Are you kidding? I I can see that, that's right? So, that would be so juicy. Right, yeah. Come on, baby. Yeah. I love the drama. I am okay with the thing that he said about- I've come around, but I do can still think it's lame. 
Okay, so the first thing that he said when asked about um, how he feels about All Too Well, like, like in, in general, is that he said, uh, quote, it is her way of expressing herself. Artists draw on their personal experiences to write songs, and I'm not angry with her. And I think, like, That's fine. that yeah. is, like, the response you should have. Yes. I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not like, blown away by this. Like, that is the yeah. response that anybody should have about this sort of thing. Yeah. Right? Like, that's just, like, the thing that you should say. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, that, that's correct. You're right. Yeah. Um, then we get into the weeds of uh, fandom reaction, right? Which is another yeah. thing that he was asking about. Because, like, as you as we all know, like, he was caught on the pretty, like, nasty, and I would say, like, pretty nasty. I didn't and, see uh, anything, like, bad, I didn't bad. see, but I do believe that it happened. I believe it happened. I believe it happened, and, like, I, yeah, like... Obviously, I think it is unacceptable, I'll right? go into, like, I guess we'll go into it. I mean, I think I think it's like, okay, well, here, here's what he said. At some point, I think it's important that when a star's supporters become unruly, uh, we feel a responsibility to make them civil again and not allow cyberbullying. This involves a deeper philosophical question about how we take responsibility for what we do. My question is, is this our future? Is anger our future? Or can we use empathy and civility in conversations? Um, I, are we going to, should I talk about why I think this is lame? Yeah, yeah. I just think he should be a part of the joke. I think that that's really easy for us to say, though, like, as outsiders. We've already talked about this, I know we've though. talked about it, and I, 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 like, as, but, like, I guess my opinion is changing, like, as he's kind of, like, speaking on it. Because mm-hmm. I, I agree. I do think that he should be a part of the joke to some extent. Mm-hmm. But I also think that that is, like, very hard. It is perhaps very hard for someone to do when, like, are you even going to be let in on the joke in the first place, right? Like, if you're if you're allowed to be in on the joke, yeah, I guess when the, I don't when the, know their when the relationship. When the people, when the people is, when the, but I did when, already uh, say that. Well, I don't even think it's about Taylor. I think mm. it's about the fan base. And when the fan, the response from the fan base from Swifties, like rabid Swifties, who are like not representative of of like people who like Taylor Swift yes. as a whole, but who are very loud and very aggressive. Um, when the response from them is like, "Oh, you, Jake Gyllenhaal, you broke Taylor Swift's heart, you I need think, to die." But here's like, my. This goes into more like the conversation mm-hmm. about fandom. I think even if Taylor Swift did everything right, these people would exist no matter what. That's, that's kind of my no, opinion. I, I agree with that, right? Yeah. But I do think, like, as a result, like, regardless of that being yeah. true, like, he's kind of allowed to not want to be on in the joke. That's, that's fair. You don't want have to, to want to be no, on yeah, the joke. I, think... I never said he should want to. I think no, no, that's no, but... the best possible response. I think with the most I think that's true. But I do see why. I absolutely see why he didn't, especially when. Like, it's, it would be very off-brand for him. I wouldn't say it would be off-brand. He's pretty serious it's off- outside of, like, in interviews like this. I actually Unless he's with Ryan Reynolds, no, he's, then, it's, he can, then he's he a quirky boy. He can be pretty, pretty kooky. Like, not, no, not even with Ryan Reynolds. Like, like there was, like, I think a lot of his, his persona in 2019 was defined by how kooky he is. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Everything I've Cause, seen cause him Spider-Man. in recently Spider-Man. is, like, way too serious. And he's always, he's always kind of, like, had a bit of, like, a sense of humor and, like, but at interview least persona. I'm biased because like, the last thing I saw, I, I turned it off. I turned off the thing with him and Gaga. I thought it was too oh, annoying yeah, it, it, to stand. It was embarrassing, yeah. It was like bad that's, that's for like both an of an, them. That's kind of an ancient piece of Jill and News is that the Variety magazine uh, uh, actors on actors specials came out and uh, Gaga and Jill and Jake they were, were both bouncing back and forth because being so, annoying. They are so they're very uh, like just like I don't know, be normal. Of, just being normal. They're be actors. Normal. None just of them act. are normal. <laughs> there are very there are normal actors. There are people who just go and they act and then they go home. Well, there. I mean, well, yeah, but I I think like. I feel like when you ask an actor about craft, like oh, yeah, they're they going to be annoying. annoying about craft. I will say not not to be biased because mm-hmm. I still believe he's also not normal. Of course not. But what I like about Adam Driver is that he's like, like Adam I like Driver's a weird freak. Oh, he's so weird. Yeah. Well, he's I like that he's private. I think that's oh, sure, cool, okay, okay. and I like yeah. that. Uh, I don't know that much about him. I yeah, think that's great. I agree with that. I agree with that. So that if I say that he took me to t- Chuck E. Cheese on our date, then you'll believe well, me. It could very well um, be true. But I like that. I watched his watched his actors on actors with Michael Shannon, which was also normal. Love Michael Shannon. He's also normal. So it's just like a conversation yeah. between two men who yeah. like happen to act. Yes, I love okay, that. Okay, sure, yeah, that was good. Um, but to go back to fandom, mm-hmm. I have mixed feelings about like should Taylor Swift tell people to not say bad things to her exes? I am torn because on one way I'm like because I often do believe this to be true. If you have a rabid fan base, you should say something. Right. But then wouldn't you just be drawing more attention to it? That I do say, agree with, yeah. Like that, I, that would just make things worse. It is a hard, if not nigh impossible line to walk as, a, yeah, as someone uh, no with that much winning, influence. Which I don't is why know I kind of do stand I, by her not saying anything. Right, I, I agree. I don't know what the solution is and I do think it is a matter of self-policing. Yeah. I, but I, I think he's totally right to at least ask the question as somebody who was in, at the receiving end of it. Like, I think that that's right. I think that's, that, that, that that is totally fair. And I do think that it, it could also also be something that Taylor Swift, I would hope, is very sympathetic to as someone who has also been on the receiving Yeah, she probably is. She probably is just, like, enough of, like... So it's not like I blame her for not talking about it, right? I don't. Mm -hmm. I I think, again, what can you do? 
Yeah. Like, like genuinely Especially what you Especially when You're you never have... going to be able to get a handle on stupid people who do stupid things. Especially when you have, like, Taylor Swift has famously been made fun of for making statements on things. Taylor She's probably Swift done is, making statements is, on yeah. things. Taylor Swift also, like, for an, a period of time was, like, the internet's main character and was also, in a similar fashion, told to, like, die and that you're stupid. Yeah, like, I mean, like, people, like, yeah. yeah She's she... not unfamiliar with it, right? Yes. Obviously. Did you just shush me on my own show? I went like this. You keep talking over me. I have things to say, too. I'm God's favorite princess as well. I'm the most interesting girl in the, the world. Next, not for the next 15 minutes, you're not. Don't you. Can you play? Uh, stop. 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 What is it? Stop picking on me. Stop picking on me. Wait, hang stop on. picking on me. This mouse sucks, by the way. I know there's no mouse pad in the studio, which is like. Stop picking on me. Stop picking on me. Thank is that, you. Is that what you wanted? Go yes. ahead, speak. Um, speak. Go ahead. Go on. I was just, I, like, I remember when Taylor Swift, like, for, like, two years in a row, anytime she would say, like, things are worse with her if she says, says anything. Because mm-hmm. then people are just going to criticize what she says. Yes, exactly. And then nothing's going to change. People are still going to be mad at Jake. Like, nothing can stop. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, I feel like people, this is kind of, uh, this is where I get torn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. It's not it's not a question with like one answer. Yeah. It is not a question no with, a, with a direct solid answer. I am not mad at Jake for feeling his feelings because again, like it probably did suck for him to some extent. And I don't I don't I think it's I think he's allowed to not be happy with it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um organic I get, million I think, dollar couch though. I bet you think about me. <laughs> I bet you think I about bet me. You think about me. <laughs> I, I think that, I think that of all Sorry. so far I would say of most of the exes who are not explicitly led in the joke, like like uh like Joe Jonas, I do think that Jake has definitely handled this the best. Yeah, because if you're not going to be let let in on the joke, the best thing would be to say nothing, and then especially when I you, love when John Mayer because finally... I I think this is not true, but mm-hmm. I think that he faked the conversation with the person who was telling him to choke. Probably, I think it was completely. John Mayer is an egomaniac, and I, I, think, I think he, he was completely just, just he's just anticipating right, yeah. Dear John uh, but, Taylor's version, and he right he's like that that was his way of stopping. Either it. way. I do think the best the best thing you can say is the correct obvi- the obviously correct thing of she's an artist and she's allowed to make whatever yes. wants she, art she wants and then the other obviously correct thing of um or not obviously correct but like you know fair point of yeah let's uh, we need to talk about fandom at some point I think he's right yeah. I think he's right um I don't blame him if he didn't want to get on the on the joke but also maybe try it it's fun I'm just this is like yeah. something I don't have a good answer for no there but is I'm no like, good answer for it one thing I think is like are you like is this something that you would care about if you weren't involved in it? That's something I think about all the time. How do you mean? Like, would you care about this conversation about fandom and what control do you have over your fans hmm. if you weren't involved? I would. I don't know. I mean, I think That's... it's definitely it's definitely a hard topic to avoid because, like, ra- I feel like rabid fan reactions like this are becoming more common and more viral, regardless of whether or not you actively participate them or or mm-hmm. are on the receiving end of them. So I do think that it like. At some point, it's kind of hard not to have an opinion because, like, we are yeah. kind of the like, mode of discourse that we're ha- that we have on the internet is kind of shifting in that direction. I don't know. I always I always feel weird when people bring this up because, in my opinion, mm-hmm. people only bring it up when it's about something they don't I like agree. and no, never in general. I so I, it always leaves a bad yeah. taste in my mouth. It is a, it is a hard line to walk because it is always invoked in bad faith. Yes, it is very often invoked in bad yes. faith. People don't Especially... want to have the conversation for real. They just yeah. want to have it like to be like. Especially about Swifties, people oh, are like sure. confident that like Swifties are like the worst. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Um, But again, I don't. I Jake is Jake. He's allowed to feel his feelings. Yeah. Yeah. He. I'm not. Yeah. So, in Mm -hmm. conclusion, that was our one and only Jill and million dollar couch. Our one and only million dollar couch. Million dollar couch. I bet you think about me. Organic shoes. Organic shoes. Cool indie music concerts every every week. Every week. You know who has a pair of organic shoes? Who? Morph Vanderwall, the character that Jake Gyllenhaal played in Bullet Buzzsaw. Dylan Hooligans. I want to ask you all a question. Have you ever been personally touched or affected by a piece of visual art? No. Perhaps a sculpture or a painting or a mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful, immersive experience. Beautiful gowns. Experience. Beautiful gowns, great gowns. You know who Jake Gyllenhaal has been. He's been. He, he's gotten to know some pieces of art carnally, dare I say. Um, I want to start off by asking you a very hot oh, question. No. What? You asking me? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, would you say that my skin tone is a great me- meeting point between almond and saddle brown? <laughs> I don't. Be even, honest. I don't know what that means. What is saddle brown? Well, I'll show you. I'll show you is what I'm talking sa- about. Because when I think of saddle, I think of like a like a warm toned leather. Uh huh. Well, yeah, and I'd say okay. 
Um, let's take uh, this woman, for example. Her name is Zawe Ashton, and she was... She's the actress? Yeah, she's the actress who You're, appeared in You have in more cool-toned skin than her. So is that true? Well, you yes, so. I was talking cool. about... Uh, I was talking about this with a friend. Um, I... Yellow, cool yellow. Do I have... What undertone color do I have? I genuinely don't know. I would I say, tell. like, a cooler so side of yellowy. Oh, yellowy? Which is, like, kind of hard to... I don't know. As somebody who used to foundation match, uh-huh. it's all kind of BS. <laughs> gotta be honest with As you. As someone who used to foundation match, it's all lies. It's all like something will say one thing. It'll be like, like it'll be like cool, warm, peachy, and I'm like, all those things counteract each mm-hmm. other, and yet they're like used all the time yeah. in the vernacular of of makeup and cosmetics. God, Zoe Ashton is gorgeous. Um, I'm just looking at her. She's yeah. gorgeous. She's gorgeous. What I like about Zoe Ashton is that she has an accent that sounds fake, but like that is her accent. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Velvet Buzzsaw was a movie that we watched. Hmm? Can you believe that this guy, is, uh, this the man who directed it, wrote and directed this is the same guy who did Nightcrawler? Can you believe? It's, like, so funny how you can, like, really make a great movie and then, like, something that I think is unsuccessful in most ways. But in a way that I like. In a way that I was, okay, I was completely enthralled by. So, For the this most is part. not my first time, my first rodeo with Velvet Buzzsaw. I did, I waited for this film with bated breath and I watched it, like, the day it came out on Netflix. And even then, like, I was not impressed, right? Because, like, I think I did want something more fun, art horror, like, kind of high concept. And what I got was kind of half a half-baked TV movie. It's, n- yeah. Yeah. I... I just, here's my biggest complaint. Okay. You've been, uh, this, you have a concept that's interesting. Yes. And then you just completely ignore it. You have a concept that is very interesting and then an absolutely stacked cast, right? And that's, yeah. A f- or at least a fairly, like, like. Half you've stacked. Got, half stacked. You got, you got. Renee Russo, because mm-hmm. she's her wife. Um, mm-hmm. John that Malkovich. Oh, that's his. Oh, yeah. Her, yeah. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Uh, John Malkovich. Mm-hmm. You got Tony Collette. Jake Gyllenhaal. G- Gake Stray- Gillen- Stranger Gake Things Gyllenhaal. girl number one. Stranger Things girl. And she's like girl number three, I think. No, she's she's in the first season. No, but she's girl number three in that like she's not Millie Bobby Brown. She's, she's two. Not, and she's not Maya Hawk. Who's Maya Hawk? Um, Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman's daughter. Who's she in? A lesbian. Then? That lesbian. Lesbian who works at the I've only for. saw first season. Well, she's I'd new. say she's number two. No, because, Billy Bobby because, Brown's no, number because one. people care so much more about, about Maya Hawk. I, I and Maya Hawk was a meme, so she was? I, what yeah. meme? She, she there's like there's just a picture of her holding up a sign in um uh, in Stranger Things and then like people would just edit things onto that in that way, in that very internet way. This this girl is number three. This girl is number three, I would say. Okay. Pretty solidly. Um this movie was unsuccessful. I would definitely call this a movie that was unsuccessful. Unsuccessful. Because what would you say that Velvet Buzzsaw was about? Like, thematically. <laughs> oh. Um, also, I'm looking at Maya Hook. I've literally never seen this woman in my entire life. Well, I don't know how much Stranger Things you've watched. I watched the entire first season. I don't think she was in the first season. She's more important than anybody in the first season? Besides she, I mean, Millicent? I would say, say internet-wise, yeah. Really? At this point. No. Oh. If that, in that case, Natalie, Natalie Dyer's girl number four. Because you know who's more important than... Uh, so Sydney, Sydney... is What's her name? Well, Stuart Little? No, 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 no. Winona? You know, Winona, yeah. But uh, that's, that's a woman. But I'm talking... Okay. That's, that's a, a woman. woman. That's a woman. You're right. Watch your mouth. Fine. I'm sorry, women. I'm writing I'm writing <laughs> on the studio wall. I'm sorry, women. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know where to start with Velvet Buzzsaw, right? Because, um, like... It, it's just a mess. It's like a whole mess. Actually, no, I do know where to start. Like I want to, I do kind of want to start like visually. Um, is this movie like ugly, or am I just uh, overreacting to Which it? Which movie? Velvet Buzzsaw. The movie uh, we're talking it was about. just squeaky clean. I didn't really care. But I thought it was like so for again for a movie that like has a cast of its caliber and has like the guy who directed it directing it. Like it was so like nakedly cheap looking. It was to me, just bright. Which I thought was biz- but even like. There were the some way, cool shots. It was, but in the way that it was like produced and edited, it like looked cheap. It looked like it was they edited it around commercial breaks that like were yeah, not there. It kind did of you did notice that? Feel that way. It just you're right. It felt very TV. It didn't it feel did. like I walked into a cinema. And I, I, I understand yeah. the idea, right? Because like this is something that people were talking about back when like Netflix first started to produce like long form content not just like original tv shows mm-hmm. was this idea that netflix is now going to be the home of the tv movie for better and for worse because like in addition to these like big sweeping cinematic statements that like netflix yeah. is acquiring every year Girl, like, this also, looks like the kissing booth also, too. this looks like the kissing booth too and three they get all netflix acquires not a one. lot of garbage yeah but like high profile garbage mm-hmm. and i just I love it. I'm, I love it, but I'm kind of surprised that 
really anybody, most of the people who were involved in this movie would like sign on to something that looks this cheap. It's so cheap. Yeah, it, it looks bad. There's some really cool shots, though. There's a yes, scene where, like, yeah. oh, they go through a bottle, a cup, a, 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 a little, what's it? It's not a cup. A bottle? What's the wine? A Wait, glass? A, gla- a wine champagne glass? flute? Flute. There we that, go. Was, flute. that also looked really cheap, did it not? I don't remember. I thought it I was thought cool. It, I thought it looked bad. That was cool at the time. Bad, bad. I like the shots of uh, LA's landscape. Yeah, I think I think that if Dan Gilroy is gonna, did I just hit your foot? Yes. Sorry. It was just bright. It I think that if Dan bright. Gilroy is gonna do one thing, he's gonna shoot LA very nicely. Mm-hmm. He's very good at because like you know Nightcrawler, he's very good at that. iCarly, um, would you say Nightcrawler? iCarly. Shut up! Don't twist my words in such a fashion. Do not. I love iCarly. Do not. They took Amanda Cosgrove out back and shot her like a lame That's horse. Not what it says. Sad. But there are other programs. They did not take her out back. They just shot her like a lame horse. Unfortunately. They didn't even take her out back. They did it in the studio. After in front I Charlie, of they shot Amanda Cosgrove like a lame, lame horse. Sad, Sad, but there are other programs. programs. Um, I'm glad that we did that in unison. I would have been worried if we did it. Yeah. Um, you watched this with Cat, right? Yes. Did you guys have any thoughts on this movie? Nope, we didn't really talk about much. Cat hated the characters more than I did. I didn't okay, care about the characters. Yeah, I want to talk about that. I guess I actually. I felt they were annoying, but I I wasn't like well, yeah, hating they, the they movie. Were annoying, like that was kind of the point, right? Like they were supposed to be annoying and awful and vapid, but like. I guess my thing with Velvet Buzzsaw is that David is in this movie. A lot of people are in this movie. What about him? A he lot had of not, he did not movie. need to be there. He didn't need to be there. He did not have that much to do. No. Nobody really had that much to do. I wanted. I want this to be like a like a mini series, right? Like, give me give me like a, a crisp ten episodes of this. Yeah. Because that's something where you could, I think, effectively balance American both. Horror Story. Yes. I think you could effectively balance both, like, kind of half-interesting melodrama, like, interpersonal melodrama, and then, like, half-interesting art horror, like, yeah. literally art horror, because otherwise, we're having to, like, rapidly switch between the two, where it's, like, mm-hmm. we're watching the art, like, manifest physically and kill people, and then also, but, like, we have to immediately pub the brakes on that narrative, because, like, Jake Gyllenhaal and Zoe Ashton are, like, having sexual tension, and, like, that's suddenly more interesting right now. Yeah, and, like, yeah, the whole, like, oh, no, you left me for David. oh, but you left me, you left your boyfriend for me, and you left it to... I don't care. I don't care about the thing. I don't I mean, I like, care about any of it. I like the ideas, and I guess it's because, like, I I can enjoy a stupid soap well, opera every now the and thing. then, right? Like, let's take... I don't love this movie. I like this movie. Uh-huh. But, like, Midsummer. Okay. The beginning has interpersonal drama, right. and the horror happens. Yeah, yeah. The, this just has interpersonal drama and, with horror here well, and the, there. Well, the... the, the Midsummer is an effectively written, for the most part, movie that, yeah. like, uses that that interpersonal melodrama, like, as a vehicle for horror, right? Yes. And this movie, like, just does not do that. It is no. almost like we're watching two, two incomplete yeah. movies mm-hmm. where we're, we're watching this weird power struggle art world drama, but then also the art in question is haunted and kills people. Yeah. I know that this movie wants to say something. It wants to say something about something. It's just saying art world bad. Art world bad. But like, but like to what end? Like, Art what you... world bad. Art world bad. Because I think that the reactions I've seen to this movie were mostly negative, right? Because it's not great. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of, there's a lot of talk about like, at least I think the, the movie gets a lot of credit, I would say, mm. for saying the obvious thing, which like, isn't the art world pretentious, right? Like that yes. the obvious, easy to say thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't even think it, it's, like, particularly effective at that. No, it's not. No, it's not. It doesn't say anything that, like, the average Joe doesn't already think. Right. Because I, th- I think, like, you can you can fill your movie with characters who are pretentious and have stupid names and say stupid things, like, and have that be the duration of your movie. Like, all you want. <sighs> like, if you have nothing of any real substance to say about it, especially when that is happening in conjunction with literally the art is haunted and compels people to die. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I remember, I saw this one particular interview, not interview, review of Velvet Buzzsaw, and that was specifically lamenting, like, the Netflix movie dumping system and how, like, it, we can... In a world where we can get, like, a great movie on Netflix, like, I think at the time the, com- the easiest comparison was, like, Roma, which I don't know if, I don't think you've seen. No. But, um, like, we can have, like, a heart, like, a, sw- a, su- like, a sweeping epic, like, Roma, 
And then mm-hmm. this. Yeah. And the thing that gets popular is this or like Bird Box. And people who was like, I don't know, like mad about like the mimetic potential of Bird Box. I gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't care about like the integrity of like film consumption. I, what becomes popular and what doesn't become popular. I definitely this is something see, I'm completely detached from. I see from. where we're coming from, specifically in regards to Netflix. Because mm-hmm. I think the complaint here is not that it's, like, representative of, like, some de- moral decline or, like, like, like some idea of, like, art is, like, losing value or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily what's being said. But I do think there is a valid complaint in the idea that, like, Access should be access to like film should be a little bit more democratic or a little bit more like discovery based. And the idea that like you could hop you could hop on Netflix and have something pushed to you very aggressively to the point where it is actively burying good stuff because like it's it, it focuses more so on is the mimetic and the viral. To have like a bunch of options, like an overwhelming amount of options with a wide range of qualities. Mm-hmm. Or is it better to just have a select few of movies and what's there is there and what's not there is not there? Which is the option? Which option, I guess, is the one that we have? The one with a wide range of options with a right. Why? Oh what do you gosh. what do you prefer? I don't care. You don't care. <laughs> I am you don't not, care at all. I like to go to theaters because I have attention problems. Right, so if I course. go see something in a theater, that's like a big deal for All me. All the hot girls have ADHD. And I just, I have to be forced to watch something. I mean, so I, none I of this applies relate. to me. I don't care. But even in the theater. No, I think that that does apply to you because like. I go to the theater sometimes. But it's like, I, it's like the kind of, I, I'm going to reference the Devil, Devil, Devil Wears Prada, right? Okay. I haven't seen that either. You haven't seen, you haven't seen it. You, you no. know, the, you know, the one like iconic Meryl Streep monologue, right? I don't know anything about you this know movie. Anything about the movie. I've never seen, I know nothing. You can say it anyway. Anne Hathaway's character is not a fashion girl. She mm-hmm. just um, interns at Vogue because she thinks it'll be easy, and she needs um, padding for a different journalism job, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And she, she like for the most for the first third of the movie, she like dresses tacky because she doesn't believe in fashion. Mm-hmm. And Miranda and no, her character's name is Miranda, but um, Meryl Streep's character dresses her down very effectively. Or mm-hmm. effectively, I don't, I don't happen to fully whatever. Yeah. Dresses her down very effectively because she's like, you think that this is all just stuff, but really like. It's a trickle down. It is a trickle down. Like taste making is a trickle down effect that reaches you, someone who is like just the mm-hmm. buy it off the rack consumer yeah. at the dead at dead end. It starts with people at the top making concerted decisions about what is in and what's out and what looks yeah. like 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 just how fashion works, and that yeah. trickles down to you buying it at a Target. Okay. You you buying your cerulean cardigan at a Target because you need a cardigan, right? Why is it cerulean? Because people a couple months ago. When yeah. there were trends, decided that it was cerulean, and like with theater or like seeing a film in the theater, what makes it to theaters now, like now more than yes. ever, is a severely like like as Disney, which mm-hmm. you know, the mouse in, in all caps, yeah. encroaches upon more and more of the theater space, mm-hmm. um, and like what and determines what movies get put out and what gets put in theaters and what have you. Mm-hmm. We do start to see like this conversation happen like more and more in real time, where we are really, 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 really watching like a like the curation of what art makes it. Oh, to I, theaters, I right? believe I I agree with this. This right. uh, to say why this continues to you know not be my thing is I never see movies in like mainstream movies. I only go to AFI because so you, I can get cheap. Tickets. But even like even then, that's like something that, that's like, still being curated. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, before hmm. last year, I don't know how many movies I saw. I saw very few. I just don't watch movies usually mm-hmm. until now. So yeah, the only reason I go to AFI is to annoy you. But I, I like your presence, so it's not annoying. I think it's nice. <laughs> 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 I go to annoy you, and um, I I like having an excuse to leave my yeah. house. Yeah. Um. So if I feel like oh, I've spent too much time in my house, mm-hmm. it's time to go somewhere. Mm. It's an easy place to go somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I agree with you. I still think you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not I a, just, a, 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 a personal like, problem really for you. I really don't. Yeah, I really am not that's, attached that's to fair. like. That is fair. There are people who feel like the opposite. Like I know, like um, a lot of like movie YouTubers are like, "Thank God everything is streaming." I hated like the exclusivity of like that's movie also, theaters. That's also very weird to me, though. No, I completely agree with it. Interesting. Because okay. like, there's a lot of like, if you want to see and like. I hated this as a kid where you just had to wait and wait and wait and wait to see a movie if you didn't want to go to theaters. So when I was a kid, like, I didn't really like going to the movie theater that much because I'm very sensitive to sounds. Right. I don't like people crunching and munching me. I can crunch and munch all uh, I want. Oh, no, I, I, I can crunch and munch all I want. <laughs> I but if anybody I'm, else does, they should I'm very sensitive to my surroundings. 
And so I, I would much, it's, it's also really, it's, it's overpriced, it's expensive, mm-hmm. and you can set your own environment in your own house. So kind of this like but, landscape of streaming where like things either are in, you have the option to go in theaters or in person. I, People are kind of determining the worth of movies right now. And I think that's interesting. I understand though why people are very wedded to the theater experience. And, like not just because it's like a focus thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because I do think that there are some movies that need to be like kind of witnessed in like a big scope with yeah, a lot of sound that I don't think that like a home setting can ever accomplish. Yeah, I and, I, and I think that that's like true like of small movies. Like I think, I think I would- sure. Like of all the movies we we watched thus far, mm-hmm. I would be like ten times more interested in like seeing a, a wildlife on the big screen than I would be like I don't know what's another big like a Source Code by Jake Gyllenhaal if you haven't watched it yet, but like uh, something like that. That like I don't like Source Code, sure. Spider Man No Way Home. Like that's mm-hmm. not something I need to see in theaters I, um, because who cares? But like I need to. I there is something about like small intimacy wanting to be like like being writ large that I find very appealing about movie yeah. going right like theater going that's right that's why you see a lot that's of movies that's why I see a lot of movies but like the, and, but then the reason that I find Velvet Buzzsaw so dissatisfying segue okay is that I don't think it makes a good I don't think it like realistically makes good use of either medium. it doesn't do anything successfully what does, would you say you do successfully I don't think, yeah, quickly I don't think it does quickly I don't think it does anything successfully um it it's, I, I mean it's it's like a fun watch because it's not very good Right? I will tell you why this was a fun watch. Okay. Because I was waiting for it to answer all my questions, mm-hmm. and it never did. No. No. Because I love horror. I like horror when it's like, because I'm pretty, I'm pretty picky with horror. I used to really like it, but now I'm, I'm a lot more sad, easier, so I don't watch horror as much as I used <laughs> okay, to. Okay, yeah, yeah. I love like a, those genre where it's like bad things happening to people who are bad. Sure. Love yeah. that. It's fun. Moral love tale. Love it. Yeah. It's fun. A moral tale, moral for sure. Moral tale. Yeah. I like to see it, Um, but not like... But not like so bad that like not like an Eli Roth movie. Right. Like, I'm yeah. Not, not I'm like a, not like an actual Grindhouse movie, but it's like not even Grindhouse. But like I don't want to see like I don't I, I just don't like Eli Roth movies. I don't need to hear that many slurs. Oh sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I'll pass. Yeah. Um. You hear that, Eli Roth? Yeah. Choke. Why don't you go sit in the corner and think it's, about what you did? He's just annoying. I find him irritating. He's annoying. I find him irritating yeah. to me. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry to this, to this man. man. Sorry um, to this man. But. So I I was really intrigued by this. I was so excited, mm-hmm. and so the premise. Spoiler alert! I guess, even though by the way, this entire movie was spoiled in its trailer. The entire movie, start to finish, was spoiled. Would you call it a spoiler? In the trailer? What do you well, like? Define spoiler. Like what? Like in the every single beat of this movie happens in the trailer. Every yeah. single beat. But I don't think leaves nothing to the imagination. I mean, I don't wouldn't call that a. Spoiler, because I don't think the point is necessary that like you are left in anticipation I just of what's mean, going to I happen. I mean, spoiler right? is contents of the movie. To you, just like any contents of the movie that is like going to be particularly interesting and people would but want I, to see and not know. Right, but again, like, like I don't every think every single kill except the, for is, one, mm-hmm. the one at the very end, right. is completely shown and outlined there I knew it. There was nothing satisfying mm-hmm. about Tony Collette or Hobo Man. Or uh, getting covered in, in oil in paint, paint, I guess. Evil paint. Evil, evil paint. paint. None of that was interesting. Mm-hmm. I would have been a lot more interested if I... And I didn't read the plot. I just watched the trailer on, Net- on Netflix's YouTube channel. That's all I so did. So you're saying that the movie, could, you could you don't have to watch the movie. You can just watch the trailer. Just watch the trailer. That's all you need to do. I mean, I agree, I agree, I agree with it that. Like, the movie is very... Everything. The trailer is very... Very tells you everything. It tells beat, you... And the movie itself is like very Because I was like... Because I was waiting for... What's the twist with the painter? Besides, he was so, in an asylum. I guess and he was crazy. He was, he was crazy, crazy. He was because a crazy it tells you murderer. that it tells you that in the trailer. So it was like, what's the twist? Why is why why does he care? Why like are his two, paintings doing this? I feel like with this movie, there were two like really strong competing forces in terms of like who was trying to make what. Whereas mm-hmm. I do think that Nef- I, I feel I get the sense that like perhaps Dan Gilroy maybe wanted to make something a little bit more thinky. more more intellectual about like art and pretension, and whatever. And Netflix wanted a horror movie, right? Yeah, maybe. And I do think that this is maybe, like, the weird compromise of, like, okay, I'll add a slasher ghost painter to my stupid movie about art and killing art. Yeah. Again, it's, like, neither... The end result is that neither of these movies are satisfying, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't... I mean, like, you can't make an interesting, like, interpersonal drama when they're, like, stupid characters that are meant to be stupid and over the top and just are going to get killed later. So I never cared and was never invested. Do you like slasher movies in general? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I like, but I only like very campy and fun. I don't like uh, well, ones I, that are like super. 
I don't know. Because I think that this even could have been that. This could have been something like that. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I just, I think it's so... I mean, I love Scream. Thoroughly. Scream is one of my favorite movies. Right, I love. Course, I need, like, a lighthearted horror movie. I mm-hmm. love that. I, I, I love it. I guess, like, this movie really did just, like, drop the ball on, like, I do what I do think is, like, a fairly promising premise. Like, yeah. almost every time. And I just, I'm really, uh, this, yeah. like, genuinely impressed by that, almost. Yeah, it just has no rewatchability because the only reason I was engaged mm-hmm. was because I was excited to see what was going to happen. And then when I realized that, that nothing, nothing happened. Happen. Yeah, it right. was so disappointing. But... I don't know. There was a point in this movie where I was like, oh, they're just never going to answer this. So I guess I'll just watch these people get killed. Right. From oil getting on her, I guess. Oil paint. Evil paint. That was so dumb. The paint was evil. Because all the other kills had like a clear explanation. Yeah, right. And hers was evil paint. Evil paint. And that is where all the money that was given to that movie went was... Evil it, it, it paint. was to that effect, the evil paint effect. Evil paint. Can you believe that like they spent like a lot of money on that? Like you can see it. Like they spent money on yeah. that evil paint and like nowhere else and in the nowhere movie. Nowhere else. And oh, so bad. I mean, like I would just because I love a backstory. Mm-hmm. I love a backstory. Paint it out for me. Tell me what it is. Yeah. Make it good. Do a good job. No backstory. Right. At one point, they're like, "There's blood in the paint." And that nothing. Really and I'm like, came "Why is that? there blood yeah. in the paint? Did he kill somebody? No. no. He like killed his abusive father when he was young, and yeah. then it sent him away. But also, like he, that he wasn't murdered, evil. He also murdered someone else, right? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't think so. I think he did. did I think he murdered that other guy. What other guy? There was another guy. I don't remember that. I don't know. All I remember is that they said that he killed his father in prison. I think. I think and then the, that like they don't know the, what happened. There was the addition of uh, Jake goes to go and he goes to investigate uh, his past and he oh. goes to that one and, and he's like, I don't want to talk to you about this guy. No, he, he, he died in his... war. They no. died in war together. No, 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 no. Someone came around asking about him and then he. No, the co-worker, his coworker died, was like killed, was like killed. I think they I found him he said dead. You should... he, they found oh. him killed. I think, and the implication was that he did it. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't remember. This movie's very hard not to very remember. Good. So it's like you know. It's not good. It's I don't not know. A good movie. I I wouldn't I don't even have that much say, to say. Unfortunately, I wouldn't even say that I was like out and out like disappointed by it. I'm at... just looking at pictures of Eli Roth. Why? <laughs> Just to what he looks like. I he do kind looks of, very. I, he's eyebrows. I like kind of have a crush on him. He's just like off-brand Zachary Quinto. Yeah, but he's like he's like a, yeah he. Hey, look. Oh my god, it's them! It's hey them. girls! Hey girls! Hey girls! You should post that on Instagram. I will probably. Um, hey, uh, yeah, I have a little bit of a crush on Eli Roth, but I do find that he's probably like insufferable in real life. I bet. Yeah, I mean you have to um, put up with a lot of slurs. Well, he's from Boston. That's just how they. I mean, he's not from Boston. He's from Massachusetts. That's just how they are up there. Clearly, Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon. Matt well, Damon. Ugh. Um, ugh. Um, I can't believe that, like, they got David Diggs to do nothing. They got, like, most of this cast to do nothing. John Malkovich, do John nothing. John Malkovich, Tony Collette, do very little. Do very little. Get her arm Get her off. arm ripped off. That was the best part. That was, yeah. Best that was part. Because she's, she's having fun. Set up and pay that, off and then, the only the, one in the, the entire the, movie. The set up punchline of... Which is, I think, I think that was, this was the only mo- even moderately effective thing that this movie had to say about, like, I don't know, like, contemporary art. And how, oh, like, yeah. Was, was Tony Collette gets murdered by the orb, right? Yes. Gives her soul to the orb. Um, and oh, then y'all. And then this idea of... She pondered her orb and then the orb pondered and then, her. And then just the idea that everyone thought it was part of the exhibit. And yes. Then that Children was, were splashing around in the blood. And I thought that was, like, fun. That was funny. That I was definitely, that. like, that's the, what the movie, like, should have been. is like, because yeah. that's campy. That yes. is That is ridiculous yes! that is absolutely never happened again bonkers and nothing as fun or as stupid nothing. ever occurred again in the movie until the buzzsaw on her neck became a real buzzsaw and but like, then they didn't show the aftermath they didn't do that for a lot of these though isn't that bizarre yeah like, i mean what a what and jake gyllenhaal just got just got humped by uh jake just gyllenhaal... got humped by hobo man jake, jake gyllenhaal witnessed death Until by he bottoming. Died? Death, death by, by bottoming. bottoming. Death by bottoming. <laughs> he raw dogged Hobo Man. Yes. Raw, Jake... do- raw dog got up close and personal, With, so up close cut, that he got up and so sensual with real yes, Hobo Man. That kissing he... on that, kissing on that neck, until he snapped neck it until it died. Until until he, until died. he died. Is this he gonna be? Is this dead. gonna be the Instagram? No. Reels? What's gonna, what's it gonna be? I don't know. I don't know yet. <laughs> we should, have we have we um this is I'm writing notes to the both of us right now. Uh my note is that we should be funnier. 
Um, well, I liked Died by Bottoming. I do like I Death by Bottoming. I thought that was good. I do like Death by Bottoming. I, I mean, know. I mean, it, like, they shot that. Humped by Hubble Man. <gasps> can, I, can I go off the rails for a second? Absolutely, yes. We have to talk about Euphoria. There's a scene in Euphoria. <laughs> spoiler, 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 oh, no, spoiler no, no. for season, uh, season about, two, episode seven of Euphoria. I want to talk about this first. I finally okay. watched an episode of Euphoria, and I, I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it. I did think it, it was, was great. It was the moment. And I did think it this was great. Show is it was really the good. Moment. I probably still won't watch the rest of the show. No, I might, you I don't might have watch to. the season finale because like yeah, that was fun. Finale. But yes. it, this was great. Yes. This was this great. Is, this is one of the best seasons, uh, best episodes of television I've seen in a long oh, time. Oh, for sure. Spoiler alert for specifically season two, episode seven. Okay, so I'm giving bing you time bong, bing bong, bing bong. to turn off. Uh, I oh. don't know when we'll stop talking about this. Also, sorry, Kat, I have not been looking at the text you've been sending me, but I'm going to right now. I'm going to right now. Okay. So, um, this episode of Euphoria was Lexi finally has her moment. Uh, Justin has no context about who Le- uh, Lexi is. Lexi is a character who has had almost no screen time. Very little screen mm-hmm. time. Has been in a character that entirely just sees things and is never involved in any drama. Kat says I was right about the coworker thing with, with the uh, evil artist character, by the way. Apparently I was right. That oh. he had a coworker and that he like made fun of him and then he did the implications that he the artist did kill okay. him. Okay. Yep. Well, thanks, Kat. Thank you for proving my thanks, point. Thanks, Kat. <laughs> uh, I still don't care about this movie, no, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so Euphoria. Euphoria. Lexi. She and so throughout this season. Uh, she's putting on like auditions for her play. Like she wrote a play about all of her friends mm-hmm. because this is her way of coping with seeing all these horrible atrocities happen and all of these dramas and just being a background character. Right. So she writes a play. She needs to heal her inner child. <laughs> she needs to do her shadow work with her inner uh, child. Yes. She's healing her inner child. She plays her inner child. She is her inner child. Good. 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 Do you know anything about healing your inner child? I don't want to. I have. I want my inner child to suffer more. Uh, do you have a death? You don't have death to all of them. Oh, I do. De- Wait, I do. No, 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 no. I do. I do. I do. Death. I do. Death to all of them. That's my inner. Thank every, you. Everyone's inner child. Yeah, we're killing all the inner childs. Death. Death. Death to all of them. That's 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 the that's the paintings in Velvet Buzzsaw's death to all of them. Um. So Lexi is putting on this play that she wrote about everybody in her life in front of everybody in her life, and the most important part is the very end. So there's an entire plot line about, like, uh, Jacob Elordi's character and, like, sexuality and blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about and it. trauma. Don't even worry about Don't it. Don't even worry about we'll it. worry about it a little, a little bit because we're about to talk about it a little bit. Well, he's just insecure with his sexuality because his dad had sexuality problems. Yeah. He's, like, bi and, right. like, did weird things. Um, we're not going to go into this. There's the a lot. To, we do have to talk. Wait. We do have to talk about Jake Gyllenhaal being bi in this movie. We'll get into this after Jacob Elordi. We'll talk about Okay. So now Jacob Elordi. Jacob Elordi fan whole, club. This is, I don't. Uh, yes. Everybody's man of uh, who li- who's for the streets, Jacob Elordi. Yep. Ran through. Ran through. So, so the, the scene is like they do I Need a Hero. And it's like implying that like uh, Jacob Elordi. And is also every other football Every player, other right? football player is doing a gay intercourse to each other. Oh. Full, full, pen, full, full penetrative sexual congress. Full penetrative sexual congress. Ah, 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 you're so, you're congress. so much better at this than I am. Exhilarating bouts of fully penetrative sexual congress. That you was. Like you like sex? Is yeah. That what this is? Yes. Um, that is yeah. That that it was like a I need a hero musical number where uh-huh. it's like filled with like little gay acts, little gay acts, and it's like a huge number, really and good. everybody's living for it. And then Jacob Elordi is like angry and gonna kill, yeah. and then he dumps. Uh, Sydney Sweeney is uh, Lexi's sister. Right. Sydney Sweeney and Jacob Elordi are dating, and he dumps her just because uh, her sister made him look gay. Yeah, abuse. Made him look gay. Yeah, yeah. he's an abuser. This is not the point. Anyway, Morph. <laughs> I can't believe that character's name is Morph. Anyway, Jake Gyllenhaal. The whole he's... thing is that they, they all have stupid names to to denote how stupid the art world yes. is, which is funny because Dan Gilroy directs movies for Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, God, God. Um, this is the most unsexable oh, character. Of I his. disagree. <laughs> I would have. I would do sex to the. I would do sex to um, Nightcrawler before I do sex to this guy. Are you for real? Yes, because I can't get over how bad the hair is. Oh my god! I think the, the hair, hair is too intolerable. To the hair is a, a feature, not a bug. Yeah, you're a problem. You're you have problems. I'm you have a problem issues. Character. I'm the problem character here. It's just like and like I just can't there get is... over that hair. He also seems short in this movie. Sorry to short people. He does have people, short energy for someone he who just is has... six foot. Yeah. yeah, he just he looks short. I don't know you if know it's because what's her face. Cat is shaming me over text right now for saying that I, I the, the hair isn't even a Yeah, impediment. that's a huge problem. You know what's insane? What? I think that they probably filmed this movie around the same time that he was doing Spider-Man. 
Okay. So he has all of his Spider-Man a wig. Bulk. He, well, a wig for sure. A, a wig. Did he wear a wig in Spider-Man? I've never seen. Spider-Man. I don't think. I don't know what movie he wore. Was he in the latest Spider-Man? No, he it, well, briefly, but like not really. Oh, okay. He it was like voiceover work. Um. He has all of his Spider-Man bulk to play, which is, it's so funny, like, the contrast between, like, like, this man is Marvel Universe, like, bulked out, playing, Uh like, a feat, like, a feat... Like, oh, yeah, like homosexual character, yeah. right? It is bizarre. Like the, his, the his, disconnect, his, uh, the disconnect between growth, body, yeah, uh, hormone filled, filled with hormones, Ew. filled to the brain. But it's so bizarre the disconnect between like body language and like body physicality, like like literal structure yeah. of the body. Like yeah. it just it doesn't match up. So it's so because he he I get the sense that he probably was trying. He probably if he had the opportunity, he probably would have gone full more like a uh, full guy from. Uh, guy from nightcrawler for this character i think yes i think he he would have been like that skin skinty he at least would have been more he would have been petite right petite frame but he's like he it's petite like is this, so this like if, this if, i thought there was a word similarity this, there if, this effeminate little man is uh-huh. like also a hulking a hulking ogre and this that, that's why they justified him by ogre. having one singular scene where he's leaving the gym oh yeah he's super sweaty Yes. I but I I I'm sorry. I would I the things I would do to morph Vanderwall. You're, you're wrong. You're wrong. It is sad to see see him die as he kind of came around. He was not the worst of any of those. Yeah, but characters. then he you know he died for he he died doing what he loved, having sex with men. True. Yeah. Amen. True. Amen. Didn't well, love it that much. Something I guess the last he left his hot boyfriend. He left his hot boyfriend. The last thing I will say about out out my ankle velvet Bassaw. Sorry, I had to share okay. my ankle drama with everybody. Um, is that something, this, like, through line that I thought was, like, consistently very funny is this idea of, like, the biggest insults, like, these people know how to make on each other is, like, like art-based. Your art is bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're a hack. You're not even a good writer. You're so dumb. It's like, it's not like, like, no, you're ugly and you're stinky and you've got bad hair. It's like, yeah. no, it's like, I never, I thought you I think your pieces are, sh- or, I almost said a curse word. I think your yeah. pieces are bad. Yeah. I uh, you're you're a, you're uninspired and you're so derivative. So Stuff true. like that. I think it's so fun. Like like he's breaking up with uh with Zale Ashton uh like over over David Diggs, which like for her is an upgrade, right? Like as much as it I, is as, an as hot as hot as Jake is in this movie to me. Like obviously it David is an upgrade. David Diggs is also normal. David Diggs is so normal. He just he's just so compelled normal by in the this art. Movie. He's just compelled by the art. But then he leaves. But then he, he yeah, he, he doesn't he even falls, do he it. He falls yeah. off the movie, yeah. Yeah. He, well, I, don't, I don't think the artists were ever going to do anything violent to each other because of, but he, they're just yeah. compelled by the art. They, yes. they can see the true beauty in the art that the yes. moguls can't. Yes. 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 But, yeah, so, like, he's breaking up. They're, like, breaking up with each other, right? And he's just, like, insulting, like, the credibility of David. No, no, no. Like, she says something to him about, um, about, like, interview, like, his reviews. And, like, that's what does it for him, right? I yeah. thought that was funny. Yeah. I thought that that was the one funny piece of, like, satire that this movie has to yeah. offer about anything. Yeah. Is that, like, these characters are so wrapped up in their, like, personas as, like, critiques and tastemakers. And um, that they can, like, that's the that's the, the line in the sand is, you're a hack. It's like, oh! Yeah. Oh! Oh, ho, ho, ho. Um. Oh, ho, ho, ho. I just, I want more from this movie. I do want more yes. from it. Um, yes. Yes. This is the one time in my life I'm going to say these words to you, and I, I I don't know if you might agree, but I don't know. This would be a good Ryan Murphy project. Yes, I I yes. already said that. I know, I know, but I, I think like not not in an American horror story com- context, like per se. Just anything. Yeah, I think he would have. I think like make it uh, actually somehow and funny I think and Ryan Murphy would have written this better. Yes, of course. Yeah, yes. and I hate Ryan Murphy, but I do think that he this would be made entertaining. This... Yeah, this would be actually can't yeah. be. And then it would have had it would have had like Sarah Paulson as um, Renee Russo instead of Sarah Paulson as Hobo Man. Yes, yeah, Sarah Paulson. Her... Let's 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 recast right now. So, um, Billy Magnuson, the guy who drove the truck, that would be Evan Peters, obviously. Who's the guy um, who drove the truck? The guy who drove oh, the. Oh, true. He got, Evan he got monkeyed. He got monkeyed, monkeyed. to death. Monkeyed. I forgot about so that. Stupid. I didn't even remember that. Um, I would say, monkey. I would say, uh, uh, Coco monkey. would probably be played by like Kaya Gerber or yes. a nepotism girl. Mm-hmm. Maybe Emma Roberts. No, Emma, Emma Roberts is too nice. Emma Roberts plays nice characters sometimes. But that not, I, she's she's too nice. Coco is too nice. Oh, Coco's too nice. Coco's too Didn't, nice. What character. what character did Emma Roberts play that was nice? Uh, that one lady in Freak Show. No, kinda, she was not nice. She was she was nice towards the end. No, her whole thing was she was gonna kill. No, but she was nice at the end. She she came, she stopped oh, wanting to do it. She, t- pretty quickly. she did the twist. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, probably like a Kaya Gerber or just like a fresh hot Nepo girl. Yeah. Emma Roberts would play because obviously it's a Ryan Murphy vehicle and we can't have white uh non-white women that aren't Angela Bassett or Angelica Ross. Yeah. So um uh Emma Roberts would play Josefina. Yes. Josefina? True. Josefina. I think that yeah, I think um Oh, there's another lady. Who's the lady who's who was um Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I don't know her name. Okay. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the other black lady who he likes. She, who came up in Roanoke yeah. first, yeah. yeah. Um uh, and then, uh, what's uh, I think that Sarah Paulson would definitely be Renee Russo. Yeah. Even though she's not that old. Or she's Tony not... Collette. Would she be Tony Collette instead? No. Yeah, you're right. She, no, she'd, be Tony... she'd be Tony Collette. Uh, Jessica. No. Uh, what's her name? It should be uh, Lang. Jessica, Jessica Lang, Lang could, could be, be Renee Russo. But I think. Or it could also... also be. It could also be. What's her name? Tina Turner. Tina Turner. She played Tina Turner. And, and, oh, Angela Bassett. Angela yeah, Bassett yeah, could, be, works, could be. I like yeah. that. That's a good mm-hmm. casting. That could be good. Um, I'm so And I think. Um, I think that Jake Gyllenhaal's character would be played by Cheyenne Jackson. Cheyenne, or it could be, it would be any of them. Any of the ones that any look of exactly men. like any him. Any of the men. I think, I think they Chi- all I think, look the same. Because I think Cheyenne would be better at um, eff- that kind of effeminate yeah. uh, than any of the he's other ones. Actually, like, well, they're actually, gay. A lot of his little troop is gay, is like actually gay. Some of them, no, some of them are Some of them aren't, but a lot of Ryan Murphy's little troop of white male actors are gay. Let's do the, let's do. Do you know a blind item about him, I believe, is that like he uh, films a bunch of uh, sex scenes and then just keeps them for him i believe that i believe that wholeheartedly i I believe that i love that because he uh, like very obviously just has actors he finds hot in his properties yeah let's wrap this up let's wrap this up um can i do a fan club for well i have to ask my three questions first oh true so you wouldn't smash morph obviously and i I can't fix him i would you can't fix him at all no you don't think so yeah he's the worst completely unfixable yeah i think i could fix him i think he would just make he would make you worse oh yeah there's no fixing him. But I, I could fix him. No, you couldn't. I could. No, he yeah, would, could. he would, he would literally make you worse, yeah, Justin. Oh yeah, I believe it. But that's fixing him, I guess. I don't know. Um, but I like, I get to be his boyfriend. No, so that's whenever. not. That's being a victim. You're, a, you're a victim. You're a victim. What's that from? Some, I think it's like a vine or something. Oh okay. Um, and could he? Do you think he could play? He could be no. played by. J, J, oh no. Ah, uh, maybe actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He wouldn't be great at it, but he could definitely no, he do, could it. do it. No, he could do it. I also don't really know Dylan O'Brien from anything except the Ultimate like video. We, I, like I don't know keep, if I've ever said that. I, I think you have. You have a couple oh. times, yeah. Well, I, I like that we keep doing this. I also don't know Dylan O'Brien from that much. Okay. <laughs> but I like that we is he in Teen Wolf? Yes. Okay. I like that we've committed to this question though. Um, give me uh, Adam Driver fan club in thirty seconds. I still haven't seen him in anything else new. Adam Driver? Yeah, I haven't we seen have. Him in we anything. have to do an Adam Driver episode sooner or later. Yeah, maybe I'll watch Patterson. I always say we I'll always watch say Patterson. that, and then we. I know it looks we so nice a, and sweet we though. Love a maybe we should watch Girls. I'd love to watch oh, Girls. God. Um. So, what, give me a prompt. Um. What what museum do you want to take do you want to take Adam Driver to in this um, in the DC metropolitan area? It would area? have to be the DC metropolitan metropolitan area. Free I would take keep. him to the Bible Museum, of course. Shut up. The Bible Museum is not Smithsonian owned, but oh it is really God. deep and personal to our heart. Uh-huh. It says only true facts about life and human nature and blah blah blah. And would you make him and pay for Adam both Driver? Of you? Adam Driver would pay for. It. He would yeah. volunteer yeah. and he'd say, "It's it's this it's, has been this my dream to go here. Want. This is what God would want. Would yeah. be for me to me to take good close care of you and to go to the Bible Museum. And in the Bible Museum, we would go to the gift shop and he would buy me every single Bible in the gift shop. And then he would somehow have money to buy the entire building and then it, we would make it our love castle. Would you name it? Would God's you, love castle. Would you castle. name it after each other? It would be, yeah, Gem and Adam's love castle yes. where we... For where God. <laughs> it's made out of Bibles. We tear it down and we make take all the Bibles from the Bible Museum. And uh, But this is not in bad faith. This is not <laughs> bad faith against religion faith. or Christianity in any way. This is completely good faith. And we start our own church. Black sh- Black Shut stockings. I'm not done. White shoes, black stockings shouldn't be allowed in the church. And that would be our church. And we would say it might be a cult, but it could not be. Do you want to tell me to shut, shut my mouth or are we done? Shut your damn mouth. Hey, gang. Okay, bye. That's the end of the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club. I have to you always next say week. Hang- hanging. I love to say hey, gang. Hanging. That's the end of the Jake Gyllenhaal fan club this week. But next week. Next week, I'm really excited to finally get to this episode because we've been we've been hinting at it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're doing The Lost Daughter because yes. around here in DC land, it's coming to theaters again. Yeah. So we're going to do The Lost Daughter so Jem can see it in theaters. Yeah, what day is it in theaters? I think this weekend. Okay. So uh, if you're not living okay, in this fine. area, uh, it sucks to suck because you're not going to be able to see The Lost Daughter in theaters, but we're going to see it in theaters this week. Um, until that point, though, we'd love to see you next week or not, but we would prefer if you came back. That'd be really sweet. Okay, okay. now for real. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Critique is so limiting and emotionally draining. Wait, oh my god. Also, that's where this movie is where that comes from. I didn't turn your mic back on. It's just me.
This movie is where that comes from. Okay, now we're gonna go. Okay, bye. Critique is so limiting and emotionally draining.